Hello, and welcome to another episode of Carry On Up The Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Well, listeners, if you know the carry-ons, then you've known, as I have, that this day was always going to come. We've just watched Carry On England. Fiona. Well, the premise of this story is, isn't it funny, the whole idea of women being as good as men and capable of being in the army. Oh, you've thought deeply about it. <laughs> I didn't warm to the whole premise of, of the film, quite honestly. Yeah. And I can imagine it probably was the thinking of the time, but that's what women in the army were up against, that being the general consensus opinion. Now, what you've just said is, the, the premise of this is, isn't it funny that women can be as good and do the things that men can do. I would have forgiven this film, this pre- that premise, if it had actually been funny. I'm not sure I would have, but I agree <laughs> it would have added more to it. <laughs> now, I thought it was, a, it was a film of two halves. I wrote down a few funny things at the beginning. You did? Yeah, you started quite well. You got a few laughs in to begin with. And then the point at which they started training them and trying to bat them down. Yeah, the, the, the general premise is that this is a, a battery, an air, anti-aircraft battery in the early days of the Second World War uh, which they have exper- the top brass have experimented to be mixed sex. It hasn't really worked because all they're interested in is sex. Uh, so they send in, having tried everything, they send in Captain S. Melly, Kenneth Connor to sort them out. With pure ignorance. With pure ignorance. Which yes. is all he has. Yes. Um, yes, so there was the whole bit at the beginning where we discover they're women and they're at it and all of that kind of stuff. There's funny bits in there, but as I say, then Smelly decides to uh, to train them. Yeah, crack and, them. And from that point on, it really wasn't funny. Right. But compared to some of the other films, it had more of a, a narrative and an mm-hmm. actual storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just practical jokes in the end, and then tried to get one over on each other. Yeah, but it was no Carry On Sergeant. It wasn't even even though there were some bits that were lifted almost directly yeah. from Carry On Sergeant because they tried to train them like a battalion. Um, but you didn't have Charles Hawtrey there. Yes, or anyone funny, and not even the Babs character was Babs. Mm-hmm. I think that was part of the problem was you know to to replay old jokes. Only reinforced the fact that these aren't the re- these aren't the right guys. Yes, these aren't the Where's right guys. Are we ever going to see Hattie again? Is she too busy doing her other series? And Kenny, Bernard Breslau. Mm-hmm. All these people were missing. But let's, mean, let's focus on who was in it. Well, Joan Sims. Joan Sims, who was as a young Black private. Uh, Joan Sims, you remember, in the last film was supposed to be Patsy Rowland's mother. Yeah, I know. It is now supposed to be a young recruit to the army. For, I, I went through this whole film, every t- pretty much every time I saw Joan Sims, thinking, what must Joan Sims be thinking? Because this is so shit. This, okay, there's no way that this, is, okay, this could have ever seemed to be any good. But then this was the work, this was the life of a jobbing actress, isn't it? Mm. She was just happy to get the work. Five there's, weeks is the shortest production period of any carry-on film, this. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, like, you can tell. Um, Kenneth Connor. Kenneth Connor was Captain S. Melly. And he was 
quite good at that, wasn't he? I think he did his best. Windsor Davis? Windsor Davis was the sergeant major. So Windsor Davis as Windsor Davis in Eight and a Half Hot Mom. Yeah. In Carry On England, yes. But, um, so that was that. Um, and we got Butterworth towards the end as being the, um, Butterworth Brig- was Brigadier. Major Carstairs, who was the Brigadier's right hand man, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it made me think he's better than Kenneth Connor. Butterworth. The, yeah, the little bits we had of him, mm-hmm. uh, were very good. Um, and, what I've written it is the woman that wasn't Wendy Ridge Richards, but you know that that woman. Which you know, woman the, is that? It was Blondie one that didn't think she was like Wendy. Like Sergeant Willing. Yes, Sergeant Willing. Uh-huh. I thought she was very good. She's uh, Judy Geeson, who we haven't seen before. We have seen her sister before in Abroad and Girls. Yeah. Uh, um, I didn't think she was that good, to be honest. No, I quite liked her. Maybe I just liked the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man, the main man. Oh, uh, uh, her other half, mm-hmm, Sergeant Abel, uh, Patrick Moore. He was alright, wasn't he? Yeah, I didn't take to him though. I didn't. Like, uh, but I think the problem here was none of these characters were likable. Mm. The only ones that were likable were kind of Joan Sims' ones, and in a strange way, Windsor Davis was kind of yeah. likable, and maybe Jack Douglas. Jack Douglas, yeah, another young recruit to the yes. army. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. He was bombardier ready, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so those were the folk. Mm-hmm. Should we go through the last? Yep, that won't take long. Well, <laughs> um, so there's one right at the beginning when they said she will go to the top seat. What do you mean, WC? WC, yes. You know, I did Jack laugh Joe at that. And also water closet. Do you see uh, what they've done there? Top seat, drain, yeah, top drink, seat. Yeah, good, good. And then I wrote down. Melly being smelly, that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, Jack Douglas. Yep. Being tippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitippitipp
Um, and then another titimus moment when Jack Douglas did it so much, he kind of pushed Shorthouse around and then told him, stop doing that. Yes. That was yes. It's just the way he did that in one big loop. And then Peter Butterworth turned up. Mm-hmm. And then when he was having to fake laugh at the Brigadier's poor jokes, jokes mm-hmm. and then he laughed directly at Kenneth Connor's face as yes. a sort of almost... <laughs> Ah! Yeah, as a sort of uh, protest thing. That, that made me laugh. I thought, well, I'm glad I didn't get this part. It's rubbish. I'm going to have to do three or four dates on this film. You've got weeks. Ah! <laughs> um, and then the last laugh was uh, give you sixpence if you shoot, da- shoot down a. Sixpence for every plane you shoot down. Two bob if it's a German. Two bob if it's German. Yes. So that was the last I've got. So that's a fair few laughs. Considering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, it's almost worthwhile. You, but when you go into the cinema to see us, but I think we discussed before what would make you not go and see a carry-on film. And I think what we said then was if it didn't have Sid or Kenny or Charlie in it, mm. we wouldn't go. So I don't think we'd have gone to see this film because it didn't have Sid or Kenny or Charlie in it. And also, it was called Carry. On England. Yes. Not carry on Britain. Yes, because there were three other uh, nations involved in this uh, in the in the war effort for, for that contributes the, the flag that was on the credits. Yes, that's right. So why was it carry on England? I don't know. I, uh, I'm with you. Why was it carry on England and not carry on Britain? Now, one thing I didn't really understand why this was necessary as part of um, Windsor Davis's character was his poor grammar. I is and they was and oh, but that's kind of Sergeant Majory. Is Although, it? Well, I don't know because it, it, when I was watching the Silver Sunday Service, like my entire knowledge of what a Sergeant Major is like <laughs> is Windsor Davis. So yes. whether that is only Windsor <laughs> Davis need to have hot mum, or if that is all Sergeant Majors. Well, I think it. I think it is all Sergeant Majors. They, well, they just shout at you all the time, and they do use that strange. Well, they. What a pathetic said... bunch of soldiers you is. Yeah, but lovely boy. <laughs> them nuns when he said that, and then when um the brigadier had to repeat it back, he, he said that th- those, those nuns. nuns. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yes, I didn't really understand that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, now in the different time section, there's a lot of notes that are just rolling eyes at women being there generally. Mm-hmm. Um. The girl sleeping naked. Yes. And then coming out tits out, but you see, it wasn't the main characters no, coming they, out tits well, out. They were they were just the go go girls that were. Well, for for what I've read, uh, Judy Geese and Diane Langton, who were uh, hey, willing, willing and, and easy, yeah, um, they had it in their contracts that they wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. I assume that for Joan Simms' dignity, she was not expected yeah. to do that. So yes, it was the sort of lesser of characters. Now, what's interesting about that is um, all through the carry-on films, they've taken popular genres of film and parodied parody them or spoofed them. Um, and really, the, in this film, there's three or four that they kind of do. A war film, Break uh, escape. Yeah, and, and prisoner of war camp films. They're mm. quite clever, I think, that they kind of managed to somehow yeah. shoe on in. They didn't really do many gags about that other than them going backwards and forwards through the tunnels. Mm. At one point they tunneled between the two, between the tents, between the, the, uh, barracks, 
Um, but both the men and the women had the idea at the same time and dug the tunnels at the same time. So when they got out the other end, the men or women, whichever it was, weren't there. Uh, but it was, I thought it was quite clever. So there was that and prisoners were it. But also at this time, what was popular in Britain were these uh, sex films, but not sex films as we would think of them today. Yeah. But you would get you some. About that yeah, I think that's maybe yeah. so. So can, we're kind of saying we need to can, we need to do this. Uh, you know, no, I don't think we talk about that. Um, we need to, <laughs> uh, you know, we need to get some, some basically some flesh on the screen. Mm. Um, so I was, I was quite surprised. I've never, I've never, I've never seen this film before, but I've known of its reputation. And that's why you've never seen it before. Because of its reputation, yeah. Um, but I was quite surprised because I thought there was actually going to be more of that kind of thing in it. Oh, right. Um, because really that was the only scene. I mean, I, there was, it was all about sex all the way through it, but yeah. it was the only scene where flesh was, was, was shown. But there was quite suggestive. Excuse me. When they're at the games room. Mm-hmm. And they're basically making out with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's one particular scene where a man is just under a shirt caressing a boob for a good <laughs> few minutes mm-hmm. of dialogue that I just thought, that, that's actually quite suggestive. Or mm-hmm. quite, I don't know. Yes. What I thought was interesting, though, is that it's not titillating. No, I didn't find it particularly titillating. But um, <laughs> the, only, the, only, the only bit that I got even vaguely excited by, and not in that way, was the idea of Joan Sims and Peter Robertworth going to have a fight. That was a bit. I thought, oh, this will be quite good. <laughs> um, so, but no. Um, what I thought was interesting was. Unlike other films, and you might now say, actually, no, I think this is wrong. Unlike other carry-on films, there was no suggestion that anybody was being um, coerced into any sort of sexual behaviour. Everybody from seemed up for it, apart from... Windsor Davis, who's constantly being sexually harassed by... A bunch of Sims. Sims. No, that's Which true. apparently that's is fine, point. because it's a woman doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was, but there was something slightly... There was one scene like that where they'd been on parade and everybody else left apart from Joan yeah. Sims. It was and quite And she sweet. kept taking one step towards him. Yeah. And yeah, there was something. But he was not interested. About and, it. and then he caved at the end. It was. It was oh, a bit. They were celebrating. Uh, yeah, but down in some German plains. I know, but it, it's just in the same way that they do in the James Bond films that the women cave after being sexually harassed by <laughs> Bond. It just it just encourages that kind of behaviour. Look out for our new podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, have we decided what we're going to call that? No, we haven't decided yet. Well, I think we can have, but we're, we're, let's not talk we're not about gonna, it. Now. We're not going to uh, reveal it now. No, okay. uh, because bear in mind, this won't actually be going out for some time after we record it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so so I don't know. I've, I've lost track of where we are in the modern world. Does that make it okay or not okay that it's a woman harassing a man? That's it's still not, not okay. okay. Right. Harassment as a rule, not okay. Not okay. But that was the only bit of harassment, and even that was quite gentle harassment. You know, she kept just kind I'm of walking away. I'm not going to have you forgive it. It, isn't, it, it wasn't as bad as some of the other comedy sexual harassments that we've seen in the carry-on films. There was no comedy rape. There was no comedy rape, no. That's, that's, I've only mentioned rape but the, twice. But the, the bar's quite low there. Yeah. So they're up a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, similar to that, though, what you were saying, there's also a sort of uneasy mixture of out-and-out smut and some, still some gentle humour. Like the point when Kenneth Connor said, uh, 
you have told you have given me a tissue. At bless which you. point, yes, yeah, she said, bless you. And like, oh, that's, that could be in Carry On Sergeant. Mm. But William Hartnell was never faced with four sets of breasts, was he? Mm. No, I don't know what he would do with them. <laughs> yeah, so they still didn't say toilet. Well, they don't think they say toilet in the army, or they say latrine, and they mention the toilet. They flushed them all at one point, that was a signal, wasn't it? Yes. It was cut quite fast, I thought, between Well, they were trying to get the filming done. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have a quick run-through of the cast, um, because, of course, this is, you know, carry-ons are still, at this point, vaguely a going concern. Um, so... We probably he, paid a bit for some of these folks. Here's so. Kenneth Connor. Yeah. A lead role. Mm-hmm. First lead role he's had, first even vague lead role he's had for some time. Is, is he, he still... Top, is he top billing? He was top billed, I think. Is he still um, cutting the mustard with the carry-ons? Well, he was better as a sec as, as a straight man or as a second mm. to a classic carry-on mm. guy. I think it would have been better if Butterworth was in that role. Do you think? And they swapped it. Okay. Um, Windsor Davis as uh, the sergeant major. I quite like him. This is his second turn up. You think he's yeah? He's starting to cement himself in the carry on thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Judy Geeson, you said you quite liked her. I as, quite liked her. Uh, yeah. Willing. Uh, Patrick Moore as Abel. I thought he was okay. Okay. Julian Holloway was the medical officer. He was hardly in it. Didn't hate him. Didn't love him. Okay. Jack Douglas was uh, I, yeah, ready. No, I did like him. You did like him. Yes. And he's boot polished here. Yes. Okay. Um, what I think to share with Jack Douglas is we've seen from Carry On Laughing how good he can be if he's given more than just being Alf. Yeah. And yet he's still just being given being Alf. Uh, um, David Lodge was the previous commanding officer. He was officer. hardly in it, but I didn't hate him. John Sims as Private I liked Sharp. Her. What a waste, though. What mm. a waste of Joan Sims that was. Peter Butterworth was Major Carstairs. I liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, still getting more out of nothing. Getting yes. something out of nothing there. Uh, Peter Jones. We haven't had him before as the Brigadier. I didn't hate him, but I didn't think he broke. I thought it, lots of people could do that part. Okay. That was, a part, that was the part that Kenneth Williams was going to play. Uh. But he had theatrical commitments. Now I don't know if that's if that's if that's you know true or not. I mean, it is true, but um, you got you got paid the same money, however much he was in the film or not. But and there were some bits that oh I can see Kenny doing that, yeah. and he and I think Kenny would have brought a bit more to it than yeah. Peter Jones did. Um, uh, Melvin Hayes was Short House. I quite liked him. Mm-hmm. Do you think he worked quite well with Windsor Davis outside of Eight and a Half Hot Mum, with which they played I, almost exactly the same character? I've never seen Eight and a Half Hot Mum. Well, you've seen some of it now because they've played almost okay. the same characters. Um, I'm not sure who that was or why he's in that, so I'll skip him. Patricia, Patricia Franklin was one of the dinner ladies. Mm. I think it's uh, on that point, it was kind of a, a, between her and um, Julian Holloway as the medical officer. Um, it's a mark of how boring this film was, quite frankly. The quite a lot of time I was thinking, yeah, but what about the other folk on this camp? What, what are they doing? What's what's happening with them? Uh, this is Je- is Jeremy Connor, who is Kenneth Connor's son, just to let you see oh, okay. what he looks like these days. Uh, the driver at the beginning, did you recognise him? I did, kind of. It's Mike Baldwin. 
You can. Johnny Briggs, you mentioned his name in the credits, but you just did the... I've been noting that it was Johnny Briggs. Uh, Diane Langton was Private Easy. I quite liked her. I quite liked her too. I mean, as you say, she's not Babs. But yeah. she wasn't too far off being Babs, no. I didn't think. Uh, Larry Dan was one of the other uh, gunners that he passed you by. And Linda Regan was one of the I noticed her tits. Did you? She was in Heidi High. That's why she's getting a mention. She was one of the anonymous yellow coats. Nope. I think she's the one who actually ends up marrying Spike. Oh, there we go. Uh, so there we go. So, uh, carry on England. Oh, are, are they dead? Oh, they're all dead. No, they're not all dead. Uh, who's, 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 uh, it might be easier this time to say who's dead. Uh, Rather than who's still alive. Dead, dead. Kenneth Connor, Windsor Davis is still alive. Is he? Yes. Uh, dead. Peter Barlow yeah. is dead. David Lodge is dead. dead. Peter Jones is dead. Are they dead too? Jack Douglas and John Sims are dead. It's the deadline. That's the deadline. I think everybody yeah. else. Yeah, I think uh, he, he's still alive. Julian Holloway's still alive. He, I think everybody else is still alive. No, yeah, we're getting to the, the so we're getting to the right side of average. 1977, you see. So, yeah. so we're only, only 40 years ago. Young people 40 years ago, still alive. Um, so, uh, Carry On England has down. I, as I've said before... Does it get better? As I've said before, we're close to the, we're very close to, to the end now. Okay. Um, so do we, uh, do we carry on? Of course, we've got to finish it now, haven't we? I, th- I think, I think you are at the point now where a little, uh, one last push will, will finish it. We've only got series three and four of Carry On Laughing to get through, uh, and then some more films. Mm. Uh, so, um, if you would like to get in contact with us, uh, you can do so. Our email address is carryonpodcast at gmail.com or you can contact us at carryonpodcast on Twitter. Uh, but, uh, for now, all that remains is to say join us again the next time that we carry on up the missus. So bye-bye. Bye. Carry on. Bye. Bye.